Welcome to a whole new episode of Faith in the Everyday podcast. Welcome back to Radio Maria Australia. This is Johnny Gala here and I'm your host of the Good Morning Show. And it's time for our Faith in the Everyday segment. And today we have a special guest. I've actually been thinking of bringing this guy to the radio station for, for over two years now, or a year. Um, he's a very busy man, very busy. <laughs> has a lot <laughs> has a lot going on for him. And um, Leroy, man. Leroy, how are you going? I'm good, bro. How are you doing? Good, good. Good to have you here. Now, Leroy is a youth minister, and Leroy does everything, man, at the parish, Semenonics <laughs> Parish. <laughs> Leroy volunteers at Alpha, volunteers at different... Um, you know, departments and ministries at the parish. Leroy is also a pilot as well, and I would love to dive into that pilot brain very soon. Um, <laughs> and Leroy is well-traveled. He is um, the brother of, for those who, who tuned in a couple, oh, last year at the Afternoons with John um, program, her sis, his sister, Adeline, was one of my one of my guests. So it was good to have you know her brother here, Leroy, with me. And finally, Leroy is a cousin-in-law. So Leroy's family um, <laughs> and um, great mate. So Leroy, thanks for coming down again, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, mate. Thank you. All good. Now, I've said all these things about you, Leroy, but I feel like I don't really know the beginning. Like, and I feel like I know Leroy from you know after I met your cousin, but Leroy before that. I don't really know. So, like, let's start from the from the beginning, man. Like, when did faith? Because I look at you now, and you are one of like you are actually inspiring. Like, you are very inspirational. Just seeing a young adult to do all these things that you do in the parish. When did when did faith begin for you? Like, and when did it all start for you? Okay, so if we got to go all the way back to the start. Um, yeah. We might be here for a minute, but. <laughs> um, it started with mum, actually, mum and dad, um, growing up as a cradle Catholic. Um, so, you know, going mass on Sunday, saying the rosary at home, um, being an altar boy for a while, you know, yeah. the, the usual, usual. cradle Catholic things. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as you get older, you kind of question a lot of things. So, um as you know, I went through life and moved away from home. So I lived in Adelaide for two years. Oh yeah. Um, you know, being away from family, you're like, oh yeah, you know, first time away, freedom. <laughs> Let's go get wild and crazy, dude. As you do. Let's get wild. Um, yeah, so pretty wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, I ended up basically going to mass only because Mum would ask me, mm. well, "What was the reading for Sunday?" <laughs> and I'm going, "Oh, oh crap! I need to." Uh, I need to go figure it out. So, um, yeah, I'd do that. And then when mum would ask me, I'd have like the uh, little, you know, I'd be like, oh, it was John's gospel. And mum would be like, okay, so like, what was the homily? And I'd be like, yeah, that. And then eventually she stopped asking. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Don't need to wow, go. Wow. That, um, that's a first. And then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mama Gwen. So, yeah. Sorry? So, I was like, Auntie Gwen, man. She's. Yeah, you know, man. Mum, honestly. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so that was that for a while. And then, you know, I came back home. It's about 2019 at this point. Mm. Um, and obviously, you're back to into it. You're like, oh, yeah, let's go to mass. Mom's like, mom doesn't ask you. Mom's like, you're, we're going to mass at 10.30. So, like, you're coming. I'm like, okay. Telling so, you. anyway. <laughs> so, 
Um, yeah, so got back into it a bit with Faith, um, mm-hmm. but it was wasn't through my own drive per se. Yeah, um, yeah. This was more okay. Let's keep the family happy, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, and then I got a job for a major airline in Hong Kong. Um, wow. So you know, I moved across and uh, lived there for a bit over a year, mm. uh, thirteen months to be exact. Mm. And um, well, while I was over there, guess what? I'm another like nine hours away from family. So freedom. On the other side of the world, yeah, basically. Kind of freedom. <laughs> um, and one thing you should know about us uh, pilots is we're, you know, we work hard, but we also we play harder. As it's a, you know, it's an interesting um, work-life balance. Mm. But um, yeah, we, I basically felt like a fact full stop. Like mm. it was to the mm. point where I didn't really. I was like questioning if God's real. Is that, yeah, yeah. Is that a, you know, is he there? What's mm. what's what's my purpose here? Mm. Um, and so I think with a lot of people, uh, even as uh, COVID happened and hit, yeah, uh, it really didn't mess with people's heads and question get everyone to question things. Yeah. So when I came back in uh, May of twenty one, mm. I um yeah you know moved back home and it was like. You're going to mass, okay, mum. Um, <laughs> back to this again. <laughs> so back to this again, and um, yeah, well, this time was just like going in and you know, you know, thoughts on the Holy Spirit, I mean, and you just sit there and you're like, what's what's a dinner? What's yeah. I wonder what that person's up to. Um, you know, your mind's not there. You're not you're not actually there for the reasons you really should yeah. be. So. Fast forward to the end of 2021, going into January 22, mm. um, a cousin of mine, so Jade, mm. I'm not sure if you've had her on the show yet. Yes, but, we have actually, yes. So yes. yeah, my cousin Jade, she actually invited me to um, Alpha. So initially, well, this is during my uncle's birthday, so we had a little family get together and oh, yeah. um, like, Jade's like, oh, yes, you want to come do Alpha? And I'm like, <laughs> what is Alpha? What is Alpha? And um, ask me after a couple more beers. Mm. So <laughs> she did. And she was pretty persistent. Um, good on her. Uh, so I was like, all right, cool, fine. I gave in. And I said, mm. all right, I'll come with you. So from there on, uh, it was quite good, actually, after mm. like the first time going in and saying what the whole thing was about. And mm. um, each topic had real impactful meanings mm. well personally to me like it was kind of what started the questions again going hey like, mm. is there a god cool and then this and then that and all these different facts that because i'm a fairly factual person yeah yep. you, yeah you're a pilot so, like you know everything is, yeah. everything is detailed facts and you know by the book. Yeah, exactly exactly so it was basically i enjoyed the facts and i was like oh wow you know that's amazing and oh, that's awesome. And then slowly, some of the people credit to um, credit to St. Ben's crew because honestly, like they would they hosted it extremely yeah. well. Mm. Um, and then they slowly kind of got me involved with things. They're like, "Oh yeah, come to Sunday Mass, check it out." And I'm like, "All right, cool." And Mum's like, "Oh, where are you going to Sunday?" I'm like, "St. Ben's." Oh, oh okay, no worries. <laughs> Fun. Um, and to continue the tradition, I actually bring back the uh, little. Uh, um, what do you call it? The 
piece of paper that has all the um, oh, the, the bulletin or something like that. Yeah. The bulletin, yes, the yeah. bulletin. So I'd read it back and be like, hey, I got the readings. It's <laughs> a so, step forward. I was there. I know. It's proof. Um, it's proof. And then I think it all culminated in the day away. So you meant to do like mm. a weekend away, I believe, with Alpha at the yes. course normally? Yes, I think half so, weekend, I think. I'm certainly not sure. Yeah, so yeah, St. Ben's does a day away, so mm. kind of the same deal. Mm. Um, and it's like encountering the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So basically, uh, they had prayer teams, and if you wanted to, it wasn't like you know, mm. push, it was like a gentle sort of thing. Hey, you want to? Like, you know, this prayer team is available, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And by this point, I was like, yeah, you know what, I'm open to it. So yeah. I went and did prayer teams. And um, basically, two of the guys that prayed over me just started saying, like, things about me that they really shouldn't be knowing. Like there was no way of them going like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, it's all real. And um, had a little freak out the next couple of hours going on. Like, <laughs> I can't imagine like coming from that where you are to like, to this, to this deep, this deeper place where you're like, hang on, you're not meant to know this about my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, so it was just, yeah, it was quite a big eye opener for me. Mm. Um, and then I think that was a high point really and then obviously yeah. as you know your faith journey isn't exactly the of most course. level plane of, of things existence. it's um, always ups and downs mm. so as the year progressed obviously I moved around quite a bit mm. um, and basically it's like an up and down cycle so you know I'd have these peaks of like Oh, it's awesome, you know, God's around here and it just feels awesome. And then mm. these troughs are just, well, desolation in a while. Yes, way. yeah, that's, yeah. So, um, fast forward through 2022 to uh, the end of that. And I'd uh, just gotten a new flying job in Melbourne. Um, and anyway, that kind of fell through because the contract was a bit funky. Mm. And a friend of mine, I'm um, not sure if you know Gemma. Yes. Yep. Yes. So Gemma actually uh, messaged me and uh, I think a few others and asked about the um, summer school. Mm. The summer school of evangelization run by the Disciples of Jesus uh, Covenant community. Yep. And um, yeah, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't. And then, you know, this, this whole contract fell through and it opened up. So I was like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah. I guess I'm going. I'm like, hey, Jim, so what are the chances of me actually coming along to this thing now? Yeah. And so I um, went to it. So start of 2023, spent a week up near Bacchus Marsh. Mm. Um, and honestly, that was a proper like life-changing experience. Wow. When it came to police. wow. Tell us, tell us. Okay. So <laughs> where do we begin? Um First things first, we went with a few of the guys from St. Ben's. So, yep. um, who shall remain nameless for the purposes of the yep. uh, this yep. book? Um, <laughs> I'll give them fake names, but mm. uh, we'll we'll call him Joe. Joe, Joseph, Joe's good. Joseph and um, Joella. I don't know. <laughs> Joel. We'll go, Joel. All right, yeah. Joel. All right. So anyway, um, so these guys. Uh, relatively skeptical when it comes mm. to faith, and mm. you know, I still had questions. It was, it was, it wasn't like, oh, 
everything's solved. Of you know? course. You're still going to jam. Yeah, exactly. So you have these points where you're just kind of going, oh, I don't know if it's all real or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, so some school, the way it's structured, it's sort of like a, it's literally like school. Mm. So you wake up in the morning, you have breakfast, you have this talk, a mm. praise session and talk mm. and then another talk and then some food and some more talking and then <laughs> <laughs> it's um, yeah. like a few Then they, you have lectures as well. So yeah. anyway, um, a lot of weird and wacky things started happening to one guy in particular. Mm. So uh, I'm going to call him Joe. Yeah. So Joe um, was relatively skeptical. A lot of things going on in his life and mm. a lot of personal family things that were just kind of down depressing and basically making him question mm. Mm. God's existence and is, is it even real? Like yeah. what's born at the stroke? Joe also had a broken wrist so keep that in mind yeah <laughs> so during the week um like monday during one of the lectures that he was at um basically he did some really weird sounds as he was it sounds weird but he, mm. he was like um they were doing meditation med- meditative prayer mm. and like learning how to do that mm. and during the session um he was like what's that noise? Not realizing that he was the one who was actually producing this. And so he's telling us this stuff later and we're just like, man, you're tripping. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so fast forward to the next day. Um, And mind you, after dinner, we actually have this um, like uh, adoration Adoration. session. Mm. Yeah, adoration. And like praise and it goes to adoration Mm. and they have prayer teams, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Um, so we go into this and, uh, Tuesday we're sitting there kneeling. Um, first time that reconciliation is offered. So, you know, everyone goes, everyone's like, all right, cool. Um, doing this and it's been years since Joe's gone for reconciliation. Mm. He goes, he comes back and, um, bro started breaking down. So I was like, oh, okay, man, are you okay? And anyway, that was all right. Um, and for the next day, this is where things started getting a bit more interesting. Uh, again, adoration. So at this point, Joe is figuring out like, oh, you know, these things tend to be while I'm praying. So I'm not going to pray. I'm just going to sit there in adoration. Mm. Anyway, so he closes his eyes and he gets a vision. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> getting yeah. real now. So it's getting real now. So. First things first, you're like, you know, being fairly factual and you know, myself going, are you okay, man? Eat something yeah. funky? Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> but he goes on to tell us that um, he saw a vision of his dead grandpa mm. and uh, two of his dead dogs. Mm. Um, and what really struck me, struck him too, was the fact that when he opened his eyes, he still smelt his dead dogs, like wow. as in what they used to like when they were alive and so anyway mm. it was pretty intense with that and then we fast forward to the next day so again around adoration time mm. we're sitting there and uh yeah this time joe's like oh it happens during adoration as well so that's the second thing so if i pray and during adoration these weird things happen mm. so he's like i'm just gonna sit there and not do anything and just watch the time 
Yeah. Now. Okay, so he sits there. And he's just watching his watch. Like, you know, his time's going on. I'm sitting right next to the <laughs> countdown. Literally, he's waiting for 10. And anyway, he um, he's at the end of it, there's a song that comes on to finish off Adoration. And, mm. you know, it's, it's just ticked over. Adoration's ended. And it's like, the sort of praise is done. And he's like, in the song, he's like, he's got his eyes closed. And he's just like sitting, like, you know, sitting. And at the end of it, he's like, I don't know, God, like, what do you want me to do? Mm. And as clear as day, he tells us, he's like, he hears the word heal. Heal. Yeah, heal. Yeah. To which he just starts bawling his eyes out and I'm like, mm. it's happened again. So, mm. oh. <laughs> and then it got even more funky. So, we've all gone back to our rooms at this point. Mm. Right. Um, and because I had some vision at the same time, mm. um, mm-hmm. I was kind of going, what is happening to me? Am I losing my mind? Yeah. Things like that don't really happen to me. And anyway, So, anyway, we go back and we're sitting around with all the guys and I'm just telling them about all these different things and they're like yeah bro you're like you're like called to like ministry or like praise and I'm like oh okay yeah sure no worries like yeah anyway in walks Joe remember I was telling you how he had his it's, broken his wrist yeah 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 so it, it had been bandaged the entire time it's been there to be on painkillers bandaged well. the entire time hmm. yeah so anyway he walks in and I look at him because he's holding all his bandages. Go, I'm going, are you okay, bro? He's like, it's been healed. <laughs> <laughs> to which I lose my mind and wow. I start pacing around going, what is happening here? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I get the full story out of him. And so apparently he got prayed over by a few people. Mm. And then like he felt this strong heat running through his hand. Um, to, and then to test it out because it was already broken. He went and did push-ups. He broke it doing push-ups. <laughs> so he went like, come on. Uh, so, yeah, we were just like, we were a bit mind-blown. So, Wow. Yeah, wow. honestly. And um, also some of just the experience here, besides like Joe's story, mm. um, like some of just the, the experiences, like the presence you felt or yeah. um, like the prayer teams, the words, the one thing that kept coming up every single time we prayed over, which was three or four times, mm-hmm. was this exact thing verbatim, which was Jesus wants a relationship with you. Yeah. Every single, like five or six different wow. people said that. Wow. Yeah. Um, and meanwhile, back at home, I come back and tell mum all these things. Yeah. Mum and Anna are sitting there and they're just like, oh, wow. And Mum's like, you got to ask Anna what I was praying for the entire time. And Anna's like, well, sorry, I should say, my little sister Adriana yeah. is um, Anna. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Anna's tells me, she's like, oh, yeah, mum was praying for a relationship. Like, do you have a relationship with Jesus? And I'm like, it's happened again. <laughs> it is clear. It is clear. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, and so yeah, since then it was uh, since the start of this year, it's actually been a big thing for me to be like mm. yes to a lot of things. So like, kind of be open to saying mm. yes to mm, both in like ministry and also just in gen- life in general. Wow. So wow. Hence how I've been involved with a lot of things this year with St. Vince. <laughs> yes, it makes sense now. It actually yeah. makes sense now. Oh man, and and you feel like um 
the more you serve, the more you just minister, the more you grow in your faith, you reckon? Yeah, I do. I feel like there is a big connection. Um, I mean, obviously, with that said, like, obviously, the journey is up and down. So, like, you of have of course. the high was definitely summer school this year. Mm. And, you know, you have a low every so often. And mm. it's, yeah, it's, I guess it's as long as you keep trying. Yeah. That's the important part. Keep moving, keep going. Just like looking back at the whole thing, right? Like, how do you feel about that journey, like, for where you were to where you are now? Um, truth be told, I mean, I feel relatively the same in some ways, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, like change in certain values. Like, yes. So, um, and people have, well, people have told me that, like, oh man, this guy's changed. Like, even ads have said it. So I'm like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's interesting. Well, I, I guess because obviously you can't tell if you change yourself, but mm, people around you will tell you that. People around you tell you so. Mm. Um, yeah, that's how I feel about the whole thing. Just like, oh, okay, sure. I guess I've changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What's the? You, you talked about um, just like you know, values changing and you know, sort of certain things changing. Can I ask what's the? I can ask two questions. What's the um, okay. what's the hardest? Or the, the more challenging change if you felt like you had to to um to do like or like oh, I have to go to mass every Sunday now like you know what I mean or like it could be anything else and what was the um the not easiest but like the the change that happened where you go oh I'm glad this happened you know like for me for example like um like through my journey like faith journey and everything I realized like going to mass was because I, I, I like I said like to a couple guys the other day when I was uh, in high school like I would get fo- I was forced to go to mass like every every day 6 a.m. in the morning um, oh, wow. and I hated it like I, I hated yeah. going to going to mass and then like you know and then as I journeyed through the faith my faith you know my faith journey and I realized like a mass is very important like you know and so I started making time for it and this this was not easy for me, like, because I had to, like, literally, um, you know, make effort and go to mass and stay. And even if the mass is, is whatever, boring or not boring, whatever it is, like, I just, I just stay. So that was a little bit of a challenge for me, but I am very glad that that happened. And then there's other things like adoration, for example, that I just love. Like, I just, it's just something I just love to do. I just, you know, I stream it on YouTube or I go to chapel. Like, I just, I don't feel like I'm like, oh, trying to go. It's just something I just love to do. So for you, like, are there a couple of things you go, oh, man, you know, if I want to be in this faith, if I want to walk this journey, I have to do this. And it's a little bit of a challenge, but I'll be okay. And are there other things you're like, you know what, this is amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a that's a very very good question. Uh, good questions there. Um, I think the the big one was saying being able to say yes to things like, you know, giving up time um, or, you know, for example, music ministry. Um, yeah, that's a good example of that. Um, for all you don't know, John and I recently did a uh, what, what was it called? Like a yeah. little. Retreat thing, uh, worship, yeah, worship for uh, like a like a conference, I think. Yeah, a conference. Let's call it a conference. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, honestly, that that was like, well, cool. Saying yes is mm. a big thing that's changed, and it's mm. uh, it's hard to say yes sometimes. Yes, um, that's true. And you know, you're just giving up your own time and you know, doing things. Um, absolutely. But one thing that I absolutely adored uh, coming back to faith mm. was uh, reconciliation, actually. Mm. Um, not sure that gets talked about a lot, but um, right. it's 
it's almost like you know anything that you've done or it's just giving up all your flaws and failures and yeah. um wow. it's almost like a weight being lifted i guess that's Absolutely. a good way of it. yeah um yeah so those are basically mm. what i found um yeah. as far as journey thus far yeah when did you get introduced to that um I guess re- reconciliation. I mean, well, yeah, I'm sure you kind of well, knew what reconciliation was before, but like when did yeah, you like, yeah, take root in a deeper way? Was that? Um, I think only recently, like as in in the last year, year and a half. Yeah, yeah. Um, because prior to that, I'd only been reconciliation. Well, prior to last year, I'd only been reconciliation a handful of times. Um, yeah. And. Yeah, it was a massive break before, mm-hmm. you know, a good three or four years before the most recent one. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just having all the weight kind of lifted off lifted and, you off. know, just yeah. honestly crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like wiped out, clicked. Like. Wiped out, yeah. <laughs> and you go in and, like, look, it's just it's just awesome. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, no, that's awesome. Now, you talked about music just now. Like, yeah. I, so I'll just tell the whole story, right? So, yeah. <laughs> um, there, there was this, I think, what was it called? I think it was called Awaken, the Pentecost yes. Awaken, um, Ash Dasterson event. And it was in um, Avila College. And Father Dan um, asked me to lead music. And I was like looking for musicians. And Leroy was, was one of the people who sort of reached out. And I was like, oh, because I know Leroy as a, a guitarist. Like, you, know, you play guitar, you sing. And, I, and I, you, you told me you drum, but I've never seen you drum before. And and then you stepped in and you're like, yeah, I'm going to drum. And then it was just this beautiful experience. Like, when did music become a part of who you are and <laughs> something you do? Music, I've always loved. Um, mm. Like, I started playing drums when I was 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So long story short, it was uh, at Mazenod College. Uh, like you had options of playing musical instruments, right? Mm. Um, and I put drums on my first preference and then, you know, clarinet because I want to play saxophone if I can get that and then wow. something else. Yeah. Right. Anyway, lo and behold, uh, we've already bought a drum kit. And then the, the music teacher comes back. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, so you're playing clarinet. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I guess I'm playing clarinet. So... Anyway, uh, I always had a passion for drums, so I just kept playing drums at home, basically mm. support. And then, um, yeah. Mm. Wow, since, so since, since 12. It. Yeah, yeah, since 12. And then, unfortunately, my drum kit got given away uh, while I was away. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, wow. Um, f- yeah. But, yeah, I did pick up guitar um, mm. while I was living in Adelaide just mm. because I was bored during my downtime between um, flights. So Wow. Do you feel drawn towards that music ministry yet? Or you reckon it's still like a, mm, just trying to source it out first and, you know? Well, I actually enjoy it. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. I do enjoy it. Mm. And, um, like, Sunday just went past. I was actually playing the DOJ for... Uh, DOJ Mass, no? Mass, yeah. Nice, so, nice. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Mm. So. Oh, that's good, man. Well, I'm going to get you on the on my team at some point <laughs> <laughs> very soon. Let's talk about flying. See... I only yeah. have like two like pilot friends in my entire history of my life. Like I've only met two pilot pe- friends and one of them you actually know um, who is in, in India. I've forgotten his name. Ro- I think Roshan. Roshan, Roshan is it? Roshan, yeah. yeah. So first of all, why, why did you want to be a pilot and what is being a pilot like? What does that process entail? Um, okay. So why did I want to be a pilot? 
Um, mm. It's been a childhood dream. So, like, I right. fell in love with it in on my first flight. So, when I was four years old, we were moving away from India. Mm. And I just fell in love with the whole flying thing, side of things. So, wow, that four. was four, yeah, childhood dream. Wow. Um, and as for the process about going going about it, um, it's not the easiest thing in the world. I can't, I can't imagine. <laughs> not it's, the easiest thing. Yeah, well, there's a handful of people who know how to go about things, right? So you've either got a couple of routes. You either got to go through the civilian world or the military world. Oh, okay. Um, now, what I would give to go fly a fighter jet, that's, you know, that's something I think every pilot would love to do. A fighter jet. Uh, fighter jet. <laughs> You know, mm. fast, very fast mm. aircraft. Wow. Um, but yeah, I just went about it through a civilian route, and um, mm. it was honestly a very long winded way of doing things. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I had to move over to Adelaide for a while, racked up a lot of student debt because uh, student <laughs> loans and flying are very, very expensive. Oh um, my gosh. Uh, and Truth be told, it's it's rewarding um, mm. when you're actually flying. Like as long as you enjoy it for the flying side of things, and not yeah. like you know, the, yeah. um, chase yeah. status or anything. But there's because there really isn't much. It's just mm. it's fun. You know, it's yeah. enjoyable. It's like yeah, it's just the feeling of being free. I want to ask, what's the feeling like? Just being thousands of feet. You know, like what is the what is the feeling just being up there? <laughs> it's it's just gorgeous. It's kind of inexplainable unless you've actually mm, done it. Mm. Um, truth be told, like some of the most gorgeous things are from the thirty odd thousand feet up in the absolutely. air. Absolutely, um, absolutely. You, you seriously get a god's eye point of view of things, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you know how mm-hmm. tiny a human is from that eye. You can't mm-hmm. see him. You seriously <laughs> can't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or like all the cars become very small. Or, yeah. Um, even. <laughs> Like even I was flying over Frank from back from Frankfurt to Hong Kong and um, wow, Europe is just gorgeous <laughs> from the air, but you don't realize how small it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> know. <laughs> you see everything. It's crazy. You talked about like having a um, God's God's eye view. Like I was just gonna ask, like, yeah. do you you know is there is there a time or a place where you feel like faith meets that? piloting world maybe you have a, a, a reverence for god even more because you fly like you know would you say that's the, the you have a reverence for creation for creation mm. yeah um like mm. you, you just you look at the, the world and it's just beautiful mm. um you know you're sitting at at nighttime you're sitting over the pacific ocean um clear yeah. night sky yeah. you have no idea which way is up or down um besides <laughs> your instruments but wow. it's just this the stars you literally see everything like whatever you think you can see while you're at your, your house That's at incredible. night is nothing in comparison to that That's incredible. um it just reflects in the water and it's just mm. it, it's honestly just gorgeous oh, or the wow. storms over um, montana at night you know mm. flying down from um anchorage alaska down in miami these huge things that are 20 30 miles away and just it lights up the night sky every time mm. the lightning strike goes off. Or yeah, it's, it's amazing. Or the aurora, that's, that's or inc- the aurora borealis. Wow, mm. that's incredible. I remember telling Roy one day. You just mentioned lightning. <laughs> I think we were flying back from Canberra, my wife and I, and mm. the plane we were going to go into got struck by lightning. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and and then I went. I went to Lira. I was like, "Yo, this happened." Lira was like, "Yeah, 
normal. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. it happens. I'm like, this happens? They're like, yeah, normal. It's like, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's incredible, man. Um, yeah, just so moving on. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I would like to to ask where where did your parents parenting style like how did it influence you know who you are with these your choices with you know, being a pilot or coming back to the faith as well and experiencing faith experiencing family like how much did your parents parenting style influence all of that you know what yeah, it influences a lot a lot uh, yeah because it's your values at the end mm. of the day it's not um what you what's instilled at you at a very young age mm-hmm. uh, is what you end up having, mm-hmm. and it's what you maintain for most of your life. You don't change your core values. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I won't say it's absolute, but like mm-hmm. you know, it's very mm-hmm. unlikely you will change your core values. So you know, having you know, just having parents that are like mine, um, very loving, nurturing, mm-hmm. um, you know, teaching you right, wrong, very early, mm-hmm. um, and respect. I think that's a very big thing that people don't. Uh, oh, well, a lot of people my age don't have these days is just respect for others. Yeah, just um, basic respect. <laughs> in basic respect, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, honestly, I think it's it's very it's fundamental to your person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I remember how like our cousin Jason would, would would say stories about like how Leroy would choose to come home. To, for, to have family time than to, you know, <laughs> to stay home and, like, party with Jason or whatever it is. And Jason always wondered, like, what is it about, like, Leroy's parents? Like, you know, like, why is Leroy going back to have family time and watch a movie with his mom than to spend time with me? You know what I mean? Like, it shows that there is something valuable in 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 that space, in that family space that is drawing you back. You know what I mean? Is that, is that correct? Is that true? Yeah, well, it, it, the nuclear family and just, like, the love between... Mm. Yeah, your, your parents and children is just. Mm, mm. I think that's that's a big thing. It's, it really, um, yeah, yeah. It, it's just well, it's love's love in the days, not like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so. You know, having that tight, uh, knit family and mm. just being able to spend time with them, I think, is very mm. important. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you're not going to be around. You know, yeah, you've only got a certain time on this earth, and yeah, it's like, well, may true. as well make memories with them while you can. Mm, mm. Um. And there's always time for partying, so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's time for that. <laughs> there's, there's time and place for that. So, mm, mm, yeah. Mm. Nah, for real. Now, before you go, man, like I, I need to ask. So, like mm. here you are now, just you know, living the the faith as best as you can. Are there moments where you go, oh man, like you know, is God really there, or like, or moments of doubt or desolation? Like, you know, how do you handle those those moments now that you've sort of like are up again? Um, with the desolation side of things, yes. I, oh, firstly, yes. Um, mm-hmm. I think anyone to say who, they don't experience desolation, just, well, yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Um, the way I deal with it personally is uh, put, how, how did one of Robert Zahr put it? Uh, you, you put your foot to the pedal, so you mm-hmm. keep on... Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter what you're doing, you keep God constant. Like you yeah. constantly, you keep going to church, you, you keep praying. Um, and that's the way I do it personally. Like, and mm. yes, there are some moments where it's just you feel like you're completely alone. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know God is there, but mm. you kind of don't see it at the time. Mm-hmm. So I just yeah. keep 
I attempt, I attempt to keep my prayer life there. And that's yes. about it. No, that's amazing. Like, finally, man, like, what would you advise people who are in your shoes, man? Like, people who, um, like, you know, who are sort of doubting and, and trying to figure out their faith. Like, what would you say to them? A couple of things. So, first things first is mm-hmm. take the opportunity to say yes. Yeah. Um, say yes. Find, find a community that is welcoming. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that you fit in with, uh, that's a big part of it, is, mm. is communities, who you're around. Mm, mm. Um, and the final point is, like, just trust, man. Like, trust in God. Like, I know it's hard trust. when you're initially starting off, but there is there is a plan and there is a purpose yeah. Yeah. for everything that you've experienced and will experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's basically all the advice I'd give someone. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it, Leroy, for coming twice, twice in a row. <laughs> Thank you so Thanks much. I really appreciate it, bro. Thank you very much for having me. All right. I'll catch you soon, man. Sounds good, bro. Thanks a lot, guys, for listening to the Faith in the Everyday podcast. Just remember that the interviews on this podcast originally air on the Good Morning Show on Radio Maria Australia every weekday at 8 a.m. Check us out. God bless.